Welcome to Out of the Crossfire, the PlayStation podcast from the Out of Lives Network. I'm Ben Noether. And joining me, as always, Mr. Dave Wyatt. Way He said, as always. I did. I thought I'd sneak it in yeah. there. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed the little things I noticed. Yeah, I'm good. I'm really, I'm fucking, nice. I'm so tired. So tired. Too much work or too much destiny? Too much destiny. <laughs> I've actually blown off work to play, watch destiny. Have you? play destiny. Ooh. Well, not blown. There was another reason that, that sort of helped make it mm. easier choice to not go to work. There was, a, there was a sort of mini family emergency and I wasn't, I wasn't depressed about it. Because I thought, hmm, perhaps this will play in my favour. And it did. So, yeah, but paying for it now. Nice, nice. Well, it's always fun to like to really get into something like, uh, you know, like a, as Destiny is almost an MMO type game uh, and sort of really nail it for the first week and get as much as you can in. Because you know that people sort of, after the first sort of week or two, people do start to drop off a little bit. Whilst the hype is real, I suppose, you want to get as many people in there as possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. Because only the hardcore stick around. Not the hardcore, but only, you know, a small percentage stick around for the rest. You know, I remember in the early days of Destiny 1, it was easy to get together and play. And then mm. towards the end, it was it was like just me and one or possibly two mates. So I wanted to sort of enjoy it whilst the hype was there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Before anything else big comes out, I suppose, as well. I imagine yeah. Destiny 1's a ghost town now. Well, funnily enough, um, Destiny 2 was taken offline last week uh, on the... Yes. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. No. I'm not sure what day it was. They all run together. Um, and it was off a lot longer than they said it was going to be. So, me and a couple of friends thought this would be a good idea to load up Destiny 1 just to see how different it is from memory. And, yeah, that was an experience. I mean, that <laughs> kind of had server issues anyway, but we, there's still people playing it. Not many, I'd okay. imagine. I'd love to see the numbers, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that a lot of people, if you really enjoyed Destiny, then you probably exactly. one of those people that, that picked it up, picked Destiny 2 up Who, straight away. If you're so into Destiny that you're still playing it three years later, you're going to jump straight to the sequel, mm, aren't you? Mm. Like, So I was quite surprised to see some other guy running around. But then at the same time, maybe they thought, well, server two, Destiny 2 servers are down, let's play Destiny 1. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they love it that so much it, that they didn't want to play they were probably else. thinking, They were probably thinking, what are these two doing here? Yeah. And we're <laughs> thinking, what's likely. this guy doing here? <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> nice. Either that or they've got Destiny 2, it's ready to... to boot up but uh, they've just got a couple of little things to finish in Destiny and just the completionist nature in someone kicks in and they go well I've 98%ed it so yeah Yeah, but a lot of those quests you need other people so Mm. but I did see someone say they were going to run the yeah they're just running through the stories of the first game and I'm thinking at this point I mean especially when there wasn't a story in the first game yeah yeah but yeah does seem a little bit uh, a little odd but uh, how is destiny tumor uh so much better than it has any right to be to be honest <laughs> like i i was a fan of destiny one but i'm not blind to its its pitfalls i'm not you know i'm not one of these people that are saying that all criticism on it is just people being butthurt like the game promised a lot and didn't deliver what it promised that first mm. game and 
you know the the way they handled the DLC was pretty you know pretty bad where where you had to effectively rebuy the first game again to play one yeah. of the DLCs at full price and you're like what's what hang on um was that the Taken King one yeah that's it when Taken King came out you had to yeah. basically buy the bundle with it to get the DLC that's that's pretty shoddy like there's yeah, there's not yeah. there's no way to defend that that's that's I mean Taken King was a fantastic DLC um but I had to sort of to make it sort of feel I had to trade my Destiny 1 in to get some money back, get some Xbox credit, and then buy Xbox credit through a cheap website online, and then <laughs> use some money back from a, a, a NatWest thing that they do, just so that I could pay about 20, 30 quid rather than 60. Yeah. I, don't, I, I can't quite remember how much it was, but it was a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> just, so, just so that I didn't feel like I was getting that ripped off, but I still knew I was being ripped off. But I suppose if it's if it's one of those that it gives you a lot of content, then you, you well, when it's the, the original game included as well, I suppose you do mind yeah, paying sort of the bigger. I mean, price. that's the common defense. That's the common defense is you know the amount of hours you put into it is, is was it worth the price you paid? Absolutely, I paid. I played on the first game. I'm not sure, but across a few accounts, I played a couple of hundred hours easy. Yeah, yeah. Three, four hundred hours easy, and when you think. I probably paid about 80 quid in total because I never paid full price for the first Destiny anyway because mm. I picked it up pre-owned, I think. You know, that's not too bad. Mm, definitely. And, I mean, with Destiny 2, it's it's been out like... Well, I looked two days ago and I was on 75 hours and I've played it quite a bit yeah. last night and this morning. So, you know, mm. I've definitely gotten my money's worth there and I didn't even pay for it because I know it's a PlayStation podcast. But I'm playing it on the Xbox because my game share partner bought it, and so I've not even paid for Destiny Two. So it's definitely value for for his money because yeah. <laughs> two, ah. two of us have played it. He's at like a hundred hours because he's insane. Jeez. So, but yeah, no, it's it's, really it's great. It, it improves on everything the first one promised it was going to do. It's got a great story. It's got great missions. The level design is is brilliant. The, it looks lovely. Like it's amazing. A couple of bits bits are slowed down, mm. but yeah. Mm. No, I've no. So you've been playing sort of the single player content, or well, not the single player, but the the sort of the more PVE content, or have you jumped into PVP as well? I've done both. Um, yeah, I actually quite like the PVP this time mm. round. I wasn't really a fan in the first game, but I mean, the way it's sort of structured is you get weekly missions, and one of those weekly missions is usually around the crucibles to PVP. So you have to play a certain amount of PvP matches. Normally, I wouldn't have bothered because I'm not really a fan of the, you know, the the, the team deathmatch and things like that. It doesn't really do it for mm-hmm. me. Uh, but through doing these quests to get better equipment, I actually found I was quite enjoying it. And now we, I play PvP a few matches a day, I reckon. Oh, cool! It's good. It's good. It's nice that they've got a system to kind of draw you into it as well. Yeah, it's very, very well done, and it it means it's always going to be populated as well because people there's always going to be someone that's trying to get that. Because it, it, you know, at the weekly reset, they'll be playing another ma- few matches to get your next item or whatever. So mm. it's great. It's addictive. It's addictive. Good man. Good. Um, I suppose you can't really tell us about any of the uh, the PlayStation exclusive content. No, no. I mean, that's <laughs> still. I'm, I don't like exclusive content for games. I mean, mm. we've meant, we we could touched on it before. Um, and 
you know, I, like I said last week, the last episode was two weeks ago now, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I've picked up the game not because of the exclusive content. I've picked it up because the people I wanted to play it with yeah. were playing on Xbox. Though we did point out that of the six of us that was playing the other day, four of us had the PlayStation 2, uh, PlayStation 4s anyway, and we probably could have just got it on the PlayStation. I would have still had people to play with, but yeah, I don't like playstation exclusive content i don't like xbox exclusive content not that that's ever often they don't get much exclusive so we know yeah i think anymore. it's just if you're going to be paying the same price for the same game locking out certain levels seems seems wrong yeah to me i mean guns emotes you know things like that okay fine it's not 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 too different from pre-order bonuses but they've locked out a whole strike which is Quite bad, I think. Mm. Um, and one of the guns that you can only get on the PlayStation Four is is a gun that would in in Nightfall is invaluable because it really. It, well, yeah, it has. Um, so the Nightfall has something called uh, Prism Burn, I think they call it, where it, the the type that's more effective changes regularly. So. One minute mm-hmm. solar will be more powerful, and all the other types are not. So you have to switch to your solar gun, and then it will be void, and then solar's not powerful anymore, and voids more powerful, and then it will be arc, and then arc's really powerful, and the others aren't, and so on, and it just yeah, rotates. Yeah. And you, the only way to get through it because it's timed is to pay attention to that to kill the enemies quicker to, to move on faster. Mm-hmm. The the PlayStation Four exclusive gun can change types. Ooh, so you have only got to take that one gun in. You haven't oh, got wow. to worry too much about. I mean, you, you know, you still got to worry about ammo or whatever. But yeah, of course. You know, yeah. It, oh, it's changed to solar, so everyone just holds the. I think it's the square button, and the gun changes to solar. And that to me mm. is like, no, I want that. Like, <laughs> that, that would be really useful. Um, I, I'm not sure. Is it is it timed content or is it just exclusive? Well, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent either. I, I think. Um, I think it it worked the same as the first Destiny, where it was claimed to be exclusive, but eventually we got kind of got the the content. It was sort of reworked a little mm, bit, mm. Um, but it was more or less the same strike, and that came to the Xbox eventually. But it was like two years later. You yeah, know, it was quite yeah. a quite a gap later. So, and I mean, there's loads of content in Destiny. It's not short on things to do, but. It is. It's just not. It does leave a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And yes, I should have gone for the PlayStation version, and I probably will pick it up eventually. But really, I just yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, knowing me, I'll probably end up getting the PC version as well. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to start my third character as well. Nice. So yeah, nice. this is this is it for me. I think for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, getting as much out of it as possible. Yeah, but Good. yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, well, I haven't been playing anything, so I still haven't got a PlayStation yet. It's just still just bloody insurance still people now fucking me about. Are they just dragging their feet? Pretty much, yep, yep. I meant to have uh, meant to have heard from them by now. So I should be giving them a call later to find out when I can go and essentially get a new PlayStation because I'm missing it, man. I'm really missing it. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, I'm, you're not I'm, tempted I'm, to just buy one now and then and then just deposit take the, the cash from the insurance. Yeah, I have thought yeah. about it. I have thought about it. I've got my uh, my Steam library to tide me over. There's a few games in there that uh, I picked up recently to sort of play. Um, 
Yeah. But it's it's you know my PlayStation sat in the living room or was sat in the living room. It's a slightly nicer environment than where my PC is. It's more comfortable, um, and it's nice to sort of settle down for an evening um, when I haven't got anything else to do, sort of in the lounge on the PlayStation. So those those evenings have been taken from me, but hopefully they'll be be back soon. But we shall see. More than yeah. likely, another two weeks. No they won't have played anything. <laughs> Could we get it before Christmas, before the big games are coming out? Uh, that's true. That's true. I did. I, a, a thought did cross my mind. Do I wait until Black Friday to buy myself a ridiculous deal? Uh, you know, because the consoles get absolutely slashed in price, or you get like super bundles. Uh, for sort of Black Friday deals and things, but Black Friday is not until like the end of November, and that's a yeah, really that's... long time. To, that's two months. That's almost like eight or nine weeks away. Uh, so I have to that's, wait for uh... it. Yeah, you got to you got to work out whether the money you're going to save mm. will be worth the time that you would have lost. Uh... Yeah, I I did think. Do I do I pick up one? Just pick up a, a base unit, sort of second hand, and then buy myself a brand spanking new bundle on Black Friday and then trade the base unit in against a load of games I've got loads of like plans going on in the back of my mind as to what I'm actually going to do for it but I haven't decided anything yet I shall wait and see what the insurance says they might just tell me to fuck off they're not going to give me any money here's a here's a, a Playstation unit you know so oh, uh, that's good we'll point. see yeah, then you'll end up with two but well, they, yeah. <laughs> that's right one for the bedroom yeah, it's not the end of the world. No, I can already remote play on the PC in the dining room if the lounge isn't free. I can get one upstairs as well, maybe. That'd be uh, yeah, that'd be quite good. You get one or in the bathroom. Just, yeah, get a new laptop and just remote play on there. I suppose that might make more sense than having two base units. But uh, yeah. tragic, we'll see. tragic times. The the saga will continue for the uh, at least another couple of episodes, I imagine. So. Uh, let's move into news. There's been a little bit of news, not a huge amount. Uh, mostly the news this week revolves around games uh, and a little bit of Destiny, uh, Destiny 2 news as well. We won't talk about it because it's happening tomorrow on the 19th of September, so probably when you're listening to this. Uh, TGS, the PlayStation... Um, it's not a conference as such. What is it? It's just kind of a... A talk, I think. Is that what yeah, they call them for TGS? A, it's not really a conference. It's just a friendly chat. Just a chat, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully you and I, Dave, could get together maybe at some other point in this week and you might have a little addendum to uh, to the podcast where we talk about the things that have come out on, on TGS as well uh, this week. Oh, it'll be difficult because I'm away from like Wednesday. Oh, you're going to a, you're going to a wedding, aren't I'm you? Going to, well, I'm going to EGX first. Oh, yeah, shit. EGX, so fucking hour. Perhaps, perhaps we we jump on next Monday, put an episode out a bit earlier. That's I'll a good talk idea. EGX. We can talk Tokyo Game Show, and then then take the two weeks off because I'll be in a different country anyway. Yeah, that's, that's probably going to be. But, so yeah, an extra, an early episode, and then the two week gap, and then back to normal. Nice, nice, good plan, good plan. Sounds good to me. See, yeah, I hadn't even nice. thought of that. I've got too many ideas about what kind of PlayStation I'm going to buy or where well, I'm going to get it from going on. Exactly, but EGX, I'm going to get a chance to get hands-on with Far Cry 5. Uh, I'm going to get a chance to Battlefront 2, uh, nice. Assassin's Creed. So there'll be loads to talk about. I think it would be a good idea to have a, a sort of EGX special where we can also cover a bit of TGS as well. So 
Nice man. Yeah. Good that idea. sounds better than this episode's going to be. Now I feel like we've just <laughs> set ourselves for a fall now. People are, oh, next week sounds better. I'm just going to tune out now and come back later. Yeah, yeah. Come back in a week's time. Uh, so games news. There's loads of games. Yay, games. Yay, woo. It's really exciting. It's a great time of year. That's why. The first game, which I absolutely loved, is L.A. Noir. Uh, oh, team Bond they made. Rockstar produced or published at least uh, an HD version is coming out on the 14th of November did you play LA Noir Dave? yes I, I do you know I loved it and I had a f- couple of mates say oh it's rubbish it, you know it's it's nothing like Grand Theft Auto because it did kind of look like it was going to be GTA 1950s yeah. or whatever uh, 1940s even and I still picked it up anyway and yeah no this game's this game's brilliant like mm, mm. I, I, I would replay it I'd replay a HD game, so I'm probably going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I think this is this is one of those games that I'm um, I'm quite looking forward to um, from the well, I, I suppose from the rumor moment, but this has been confirmed uh, that it's coming out on the 14th of, of November. It is coming to um, uh, PS4, Xbox One. It's also coming to the Nintendo Switch, which is interesting. Plus, there is going to be a VR version for the HTC Vive, which is um, seven cases from the original game. Surprising that they're going for an HTC Vive and not the gambit of um, you know uh, VR sort of headsets. It's not coming to PSVR or anything like that. No. Do you think it will eventually? M- maybe, maybe. You, you you do get a little bit of crossover with uh, with VR games. There is normally a big jump between sort of release dates for them, where they've obviously made a, a game for a certain system. And then they're having to change it and do whatever they need to to get it on to say, you know, it's come out on the Vive or on the Oculus and then it comes across to, to PSVR at a later date or the other way around. So it, it, it may come a little bit further down the line. It's a real, it's a real shame that PSVR is not getting that because, I mean, it's a big named game, big name mm. publisher, mm. Uh, which is what I think the PSVR still needs. I know it's getting it's getting Skyrim later, later this year, isn't it? When's, is that this year, Skyrim? like a month or so, isn't it? But I mean, everyone's played Skyrim at this point. But yeah, this would have been this would have been an interesting game to have on PSVR. It definitely would have uh, piqued my interest a bit more towards picking one up. Mm. So yeah, I am disappointed because when I saw LA Noir VR, I was thinking, is this going to be like a mini sequel for the PlayStation VR? That would be amazing. But no, I mean, it's disappointing that it's just the same case files, Mm -hmm. but it was. And also disappointing because it's not going to be on the PS4. So, shame. I suppose it just but... just gives you a different way to to experience it and play it. Really, I know um, when it released originally, it was kind of it was it was bigged up for the, like the tech that it had in it. All of those sort of like those facial animations and you having to kind of actually do a little bit of detective work and try and work out a, a person's tells when they're lying to you based upon sort of maybe how their face switches or how they're sat or they move about and, and those sorts of things. And I thought that, that was a really fun aspect of the game uh, on top of kind of like the big open world base game, I suppose. Um, so yeah, having that in VR would be a completely unique experience, I suppose. You almost feel like you're face to face with somebody. Oh, I'd love to see how that would work. Mm. I, I'm really interested to see how it's done. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I mean... I also hope this is a sign that, that, that you know Rockstar's looking at perhaps dipping a bit further into the VR market. Maybe mm. I'm, I'm also wondering if they're they're sort of releasing this thinking. I wonder if there's 
a market out there for more LA Noir. Like, or, yeah, maybe. I mean, they could just do NY Noir. Couldn't they? It's New, true. New they York could. 1940s. It didn't need to have the same characters or anything. Yeah. I feel like it's such a waste of a series. I know Team Bondi's now no more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's always been... a shame when, when a great game just gets one iteration and that's that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be interesting to know if Rockstar owned the tech as well, because I know they took over a little bit of the development towards the end of the game. You know, they didn't just sort of publish and they did a little bit of work on it themselves. So it'd be interesting to know if they own the tech and can just replicate it, you know, as you say, with a, with a new game, perhaps. Um, but we shall see, see how well I know L8 Noir, fucking hell. That's a mouthful when you try and say Also, correctly. great for Nintendo Switch, Switch, you know, for Nintendo in general. This is, this is a big game. To, I know it's years and years late, but it's, look, we get, it's, it's Nintendo getting games that are coming to Xbox One and PS4, mm. sort of saying, look, we, we are still a viable platform for your cross-platform yeah. games. Because that's, you know, that's what Nintendo's always lacked, is that third-party support. So, yeah, yeah. that's, you know, great for them as well. No, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I'll probably definitely be picking this up. Cool. What about Shenmue 1 and 2, if that came out as an HD remaster? Would you pick that up? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that game looks... I know it's got a cult following and, and people love it, but, man, that game looks boring. I remember watching my mate play it. looks dated back as well. It looks really dated. Well, it's, it's an old game. Like, of course it's going to be dated. Um... I remember watching my mate play it on the Dreamcast. He he was obsessed, and I sat and watched him for about an hour, and it was dull. Like, yeah, it was yeah. boring. It was lots of sort of everyday tasks, mm-hmm. and you know, play The Sims. Right? Well, it's, it it kind of feels that same sort of space that uh, like the Yakuza games uh, kind of feel. Um, Yakuza is a little bit more violent, I seem to remember, than uh, than Shenmue is, but. Uh, so essentially this is um, a bundle with Shenmue 1 and 2 has been listed on the largest online retailer in the Czech Republic and Slovakia Alza I've never heard of Alza before nope. uh, but it, it's also appeared on a Slovakian retailer's uh, website Mad Gamer um, so it's appeared in a couple of places uh, we're, we're, we're taking this article from um, WCCFTech.com, but I know that Video Gamer uh, ran this sort of same story as well. So it's been reported on from a couple of different places. But it, it kind of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is it just to hype up Shenmue 3? Well, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Like, this seems like a. quite a, not a bad option at all because. not. you know, Shenmue was only on the Dreamcast, wasn't it? Mm. Which. not. You know, not that many people had. I mean, that's why it, it failed. So, I reckon the the amount of people that would pick up Shenmue Three is quite small, based yes. on people that played the previous games. And, and the only way you're going to increase that player base is to get people to play the first two. And no one's going to pick up a Dreamcast to play the first two. And if that's the only way you're going to play it, like, how often do, does someone look at a game and see that it's the third in a series and say, "Oh, I'll jump in there"? But there must mm. be you know, because it always puts me off. Um, I remember I missed the first Borderlands. So when Borderlands 2 came out to massive praise, I was like, well, I've not played the first one, so I don't think I'll pick it up. Which was, I regret, because since playing Borderlands 2, great game. Yeah, but yeah. It, whenever it, whenever a new game comes out in a series that's been long-running, I don't often pick it up. 
Mm. You know, it's just one of them. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, like I was, I was the same with Borderlands. I, I didn't play it until it, um, until it actually came to the, the, the PlayStation Plus on the, the PS3. Um, that was the first time I played uh, a Borderlands game. Uh, but the, the big one that I jumped into, um, which I hadn't played a previous game on, was The Witcher Three. I'd never, never played Witcher or Witcher Two. Um, I think it was Witcher Xbox exclusive. Uh, was Witcher 2 an first Xbox Witcher, as well? The first Witcher was PC only. Witcher 2 came to... I wish that came to PlayStation, didn't it? Witcher 2? I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I didn't jump on it because it was, as you no, were saying, because so like, sure. it's the second iteration of something. Maybe I thought, nah. Well, when Witcher 2 came out, it was a... It had already been out on um, PC because it, it came out as an enhanced edition about a year mm. later. And I was exactly the same. I remember I'd just finished playing through fallout again and i would i'd yeah. move so i didn't have any friends and i was in in game looking at it and i thought ah it's the second one and mm. i've played witcher 2 now it's fantastic and i always so you know i do regret not picking up sequels clearly but yeah i think witcher 2 probably would have sold better witcher 3 might how you know if it didn't have all that praise in the first place how many people would have just picked up the third in the series it's exactly the same with shemu yeah, well, I picked it up just because it was so talked about in the weeks coming up to uh, to release, and it's actually sort of one of the only games that I've ever uh, gone to a, a shop and actually put a, a little deposit down on uh, to make sure that I got it. on But day if you look one. at the if you look at the case for The Witcher, like The Witcher Wild Hunt, and then the free could you know it doesn't necessarily look like a free. True. Does it? It's just three little slashes. Now that yeah. could just be a design choice. Uh, I think if if Shenmue comes out and it's Shenmue colon something or other, that's mm-hmm. going to sell better than Shenmue Three. Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, so, we're seeing a lot of anyway, it, aren't we? Where where games drop the number, yeah, like um, Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay, it's a little bit different because it's 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 a different it's story. Sort of almost, yes, it's set it? in yeah, the it was, same it was a universe. Sidestep. Mm, mm. So. You know, we we sort of we're sort of seeing that at the moment. So it would be interesting to see what uh, what Shemu do. Um, I, w- I that, would the, put that money that the double pack's coming out. Yeah, I remember when they announced it. I thought there there'll be a HD because um, we did a when it was announced at E three. We did a podcast back when Ross Miller was about, and yeah. he said because he's he's a huge Shemu fan, and he said, oh, "I'm more excited because I think that they'll they'll re- HD remaster the first two. Mm. So it just seems more likely than not. Yeah, strange, isn't it? The Dreamcast big in Scotland. <laughs> we've got a, we've got another game pack which has also been uh, been posted onto Alza again. This is the the UK version of Alza though. So it's a UK site for the Czech retailer, uh, and this is for Bayonetta and Vanquish double pack, uh, which for me. Seems much more likely than the the Shenmue one because we've already had PC uh, versions of both of these games, uh, which came out this year. Um, you know, both made by Platinum. I absolutely love Vanquish. I thought it was great, uh, and I and I definitely want to uh, want to play it again and pick this up. I've only ever played Bayonetta very briefly, so me too. It, it was, was quite great what I played. I would definitely be interested in playing that again. Yeah, probably. yeah. So it'd be nice to, to to grab that as well and jump into it. Um, this is being suggested that it's coming out for the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. But interesting that it's come from Alza again. 
Um, I mean, both of these stories, and this one was being reported from uh, Destructoid. Uh, and yeah, both of these stories on the um, 11th and the 9th, or 11th and the 10th of September, I think these two stories were reported. So both coming out, you know, Al's are sort of dropping a couple of bombs on consecutive days. Seems a little bit, uh, not odd, but I suppose just a bit more than coincidence, I guess. So you said the the, the owls are no, we've never heard of it, but apparently it's their largest site in. Where did you say the Czech Republic? Do you think maybe they've just done it to sort of boost their name recognition? Because now all of a sudden we're hearing about them. Maybe so that's a possibility. It, it's not an unheard of tactic. No, it's not. I, I I don't know whether maybe they've heard something about it coming from like a registration board. Um, you know that that's of the the often sort of noted place that uh, that things get you know listed from, and Correct. we often hear about leaks uh, when something is 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 rated essentially. Um, whether they've got somebody that they know um, who's giving them this information. Whether it is it is just a retailer, they've been sent a, a sheet with the games that are coming out on, and someone has gone along and um, you know created a, a product placement for them, and accidentally sort of uploaded it rather than sort of saving it for later and done that maybe on the same day or on consecutive days. Who knows? Who knows, man? But um, you know, ours is probably now one to look out for. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is again just as likely. Mm. to come out yeah. yeah I wouldn't be surprised nice um, it'll probably sell quite well as well yeah I think it will I think it will uh, I don't know how well the PC ports of the uh, the games have sold but something like Vanquish um, maybe Bayonetta they they seem like they'd be more at home on a console than they uh, than they would on a PC but that's probably just my own bias coming into play there there's probably people that are really enjoying them on the PC so we'll move on. Another game that has been confirmed now. Uh, there was um, uh, the, the original article was uh, suggesting that the Korean rating board, there you go, one of the ratings board, had uh, leaked the um, announcement of Akami HD. Akami is another game I fucking love, uh, and I would. I would love to play this uh, on HD. It's such a beautiful game. Uh, but Kana- uh, sorry, Capcom have now come out and said that it will be launching uh, in Japan in December. Um, the article, which comes from Eurogamer, doesn't have uh, a date on it or even say that it definitely is coming out in the Americas or in Europe. It is. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to. It is. It, I mean, you, it's not like they've got to worry about localization or anything because you've got an English version already out mm. haven't mm. you yeah yeah that's true so you only got you know you've only got a, <laughs> I'm sure it's not as easy as just copy and pasting but you've not got to retranslate everything and I mean I, I've I'm not actually played Akami so I don't know how much dialogue or, or text is in there but it can't be well, that I, hard if you've already got the translated files yeah, ready yeah. to well, no. it, it shouldn't be that difficult to bring it over either because it's, it's a PlayStation 2 game. Uh, but it was ported uh, to the PlayStation 3 um, as a like a PSN game, essentially. Um, I, sure. I don't know whether that was an HD, HD well. version. I'm not sure. 
Um, I would think it probably was. I don't know why they wouldn't, unless it was sort of like PS2 classic that they bought out on, on PSN, and it essentially was exactly the same game. But supposedly, Capcom have confirmed that Akami HD will support 4K, um, and that the new version will see the return of loading screen mini-games that were removed from the PlayStation 3. Oh, and Wii versions. It came to the Wii as well. So, interesting that we're getting all of these you know, remasters and HD versions and, you know, possible HD versions of games coming out, uh, sort of, I suppose, in the run-up to, to Christmas. Does it suggest that maybe all of these publishers and developers don't have that much up their sleeves for the holiday? Possibly. You know, Rockstar dropped um, Red Dead 2 to next year, so they've not got anything coming out before uh, before Christmas. Uh, yeah. The rumour is that it's been pushed back even further as well, isn't it? Mm. I, actually saw mm. that. I don't know how true that is. Um, yeah, it, it could absolutely be that. I mean, I don't. I can't think of... what. I mean, Capcom's got uh, Dead Rising 4 coming oh, out. Oh, yes, it does. On PS4, mm. um, which obviously is not a remaster, but it, it, it's just a, another port of a game they've already got. So maybe they haven't got anything new to launch and they don't want to miss the Christmas window. Possibly. Uh, they've got um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming out. Um, that's not that far away, actually. Uh, is that no, next? I did forget about that. I don't think it's October. It might be November. I can't remember. A little rhyme for you. Um, so I, I think that's coming out this year. So they do have that, but you know, it's a, a, a fighting game, essentially. And I would imagine it's quite a niche fighting game at that. So you're only going to be hitting a, a, you know, a relatively small uh, percentage of you know, console and... and owners and stuff so they probably want you know as many things as possible really to uh to, to roll into christmas with and steal everybody's money it's not stealing is it well they are if they're actually they're selling us things that we probably already own that is kind of stealing i suppose well well it would be nice if one day you 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 bought the game it's checked against your accounts and any new iteration is just yours or any new addition yeah. that they bring out to it. It's just yours. Um, one game that's yeah. not doing that. Not happening. But... No, no. Uh, a game that's not doing that is Dragon's Crown. Uh, it was a, a PlayStation Vita game, which is supposedly coming to the PlayStation 4, um, which is possibly going to be called Dragon's Another Crown Another port? Is this, just, is this just the port episode, is it? Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. We're not going to talk about anything else apart from maybe the next news. There's nothing new, just ports. Just ports, just ports. Um, This is leaked ahead of uh, Tokyo Game Show. And it's leaked via a banner on a website. There was a guy, is it a guy called Nico? Nico? No, a platform called Nico Nico. Um, And on the stream's smartphone version, a banner came up and read uh, PS4. Dragon's Crown Pro and pre-orders for limited edition version begin. Obviously, the the rough translation there from uh, from Japanese, but it, it it appears that maybe Dragon's Crown Pro is going to be one of the announcements uh, from from PlayStation this year. I I didn't play Dragon's Crown. Did you, Dave? You had a Vita. I did. I did, and uh, I did. I couldn't really get into it, and which is a surprise because I love that sort of genre of game. Mm. Um, 
I don't know why it didn't really grab me. I think because it had it had co-op play and I didn't have anyone to play it with. Yeah. Uh, which may may have been part of it. Um, I also found the as <laughs> over overly sexualized characters. I'm not <laughs> you know offended by it or anything, but it just felt really childish. Like overly you know overly. I was like, well, I don't need giant boobs in my face every five minutes. I mean, it's, I'm not complaining. I like giant boobs, but you know, it, it it I do think it was a bit too much and. Whilst that had no effects on gameplay, it, it was a it was a weird. I think it's a it's a weird uh, thing to have. I don't know if you've seen any of the artwork. I have, I have. And I actually, when I got it, I got the art book with it, mm. and that's just obscene. Just pure fan service. <laughs> it's borderline. It's it's yeah. It is. It's very bizarre. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great. You know, it's it's a great concept for a portable game. Yep. Yep. Um, is it going to add enough to to be a PlayStation Four game? Oh, I, don't, I don't know, but maybe that's why it's sort of uh, you know coming out. Well, it's it's from Atlas. Um, maybe that's why it's being pushed more towards the Japanese market. Um, you know, I don't know yeah. how how well the game um, did sort of to the Western audience. So you know, we'll see what happens at TGS. Whether they come out and say, yeah, it's you know Dragon's Crown Four Pro. Dragon's Crown, Dragon's Crown Pro. There you go. Uh, whether it's just getting a Japanese version, whether it is coming over here, who knows? Uh, I'm sure we'll have a little bit more news um, at the TGS has actually happened. Um, so we're off. That's it. No more ports. We're moving on to to new games. Oh no, we're not. We're not moving to new games. We're moving on to old <laughs> games for a new service. Uh, so PlayStation Now. Again, getting a lot of PlayStation 4 games uh, being dropped onto it. Quite a lot of these I played as PlayStation Plus games. So it's interesting to see that a lot of these are are being added to the service. Um, I mean, the big ones are Metal Slug 3, Styx, Master of Shadows, Entwine, The Swapper, uh, Stealth Inc., Stealth Inc. 2, uh, Hokum, Fat Princess Adventures, The Swindle, uh, the Swapper uh, was a great game. I mean, some of these are are good. Some of them are not. <laughs> some of them are really not that good. Uh, but if you've got PlayStation Now and you pay for the extremely overpriced service, then there's some more games to play. Yeah. Mm. There's not many there that, that are appealing to me. I mean, The Swapper is great. Mm. I never actually played Gianna Sisters. Um, but that's supposed to be a pretty good platformer. Yes. Metal Slug, always a winner. But beyond that, uh, I'm pretty sure Sticks Master of Shadows got mediocre reviews, if I remember right. Yeah, I didn't. I that, didn't was like a, that was a PS Plus game and an Xbox uh, games with gold. So was it? They're just, everyone's giving that away. Yeah. 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 I think the service needs AAA games. Yes. And it has some. I don't get me wrong. But. For the price that you're charged and what's available, there are better, or you know, there are better versions that are similar services on other platforms. Mm-hmm. Like on PC, um, Nvidia do one that's reasonably cheap. Well, it still could be cheaper, but you know, the games that you get are pretty good. So I just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Anything. I did my that's... free trial. I don't think I'll grab it. No, no. Anything that's 
multi-platform, um, you know, on, on PlayStation Now, has probably come up in like a Steam sale or Humble Bundle at yeah, a fraction of the monthly cost um, that you're playing for, for PlayStation Now. Exactly, uh, yeah. You know, one yeah, of the it's games... It's difficult to, to, to pay for a service you've already... Games you've already got. Yeah, so yeah. you've been given free a couple of months ago. Completely, completely. I mean, one of the games on here um, is Thomas Was Alone. And I mean, that game's been released on almost every single platform possible at a, a, a ridiculously cheap price, you know. So, like you say, they do need some, some bigger games. And it's not just the... The AAA kind of games, you know, what was it? Killzone Shadowfall, which we reported on uh, last episode or a few episodes ago. That was a, a launch title. You know, that that game is a few years old now. They need sort of something that's that's kind of almost on parity, I think, with um, PlayStation Plus. So, if you don't want to pay for uh, you know both services, if they'd have said uh, you know until dawn. Is coming out on PlayStation Plus free this month, and we're adding it to PlayStation Now next month. People can sit there and think, "Wow, oh, you know, I don't have to just pay the, the the monthly fee and only have it for a month through um, PS Plus. I can I can keep my PlayStation Now subscription, or you know, or vice versa. But I guess they want you to have both, really, don't they? Try and release different games on mm. different things at different times with. with Big, big gaps between them. I mean, things like Entwined and the Swapper. Um, they must have come out on PlayStation Plus in 2016. Um, I think the Swapper was one of the um, one of the summer games um, that came out on PlayStation Plus last year, or at least released. That was on, that was on the Vita in the summer. Like, yeah, released in the summer of last year, and then came out on PlayStation Plus not that long after. Uh, the Swindle was a PlayStation Plus game this year. That was maybe only sort of. I don't know, three, four, six months ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's still not got anything to grab me. No. No. No, no. me neither. Still down on PlayStation now. So, good news. Not good news, big news. Destiny 2 is the biggest launch this year in the UK. But it hasn't sold as well as Destiny. As the original game? No. Well, I think OG Destiny, as we're now calling it, um, mm. it was sold on promises that didn't come true. Like I said earlier, like I'm not going to defend the game because it did definitely had problems and pitfalls and, you know, the works. But a lot of people got burnt with that first Destiny, I think. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of... I mean, whenever you see a Facebook news story or YouTube videos and things like that, in the comment section, there's a lot of negativity yeah, always, about the game. Always. So I'm not surprised that it didn't sell as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not surprised it's it's number one because it was quite anticipated by a lot of people. I mean, the day it came out, I looked at my friends list and everybody was playing Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have looked at my friends list, but I can't see it. <laughs> um, I think one thing to, to, yeah, so, to put in here is that these, I believe, are physical numbers from physical uh, sales and don't include um, digital market, which obviously is a lot bigger now than it was when Destiny released. So I would imagine that D- 
digital copies of Destiny 2 make up a bigger percentage of the overall sales than, be, than OG yeah, Destiny I got, was. Mine's digital. Yeah, okay. Mine's digital. So you're not even counting. Yeah, I definitely buy more number. digital games now than I did when Destiny 1 came out. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's a fact. Like, mm-hmm. we're more receptive to buying digitally now. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see those numbers as well. I did think this is quite cool, notable was the... Uh, well, we, we were talking about the, the, the content restrictions. 58% of the game sales were on PS4. Yes. So only 8% more than... No, that's bad maths. 16 more. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad mouse. But still, so you know, not far off half the player base didn't get that extra content. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's that's definitely not fair. But yeah. Um great for great for PlayStation. Their marketing is obviously working to 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 nab the sales back from from uh Xbox, because although they had with Destiny One, they had the a similar, um, similar deal with the time, you know, the exclusive content. It was only fifty-one percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting as well that so that that's the last game was um, last generation as well. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and PS Three. True, and and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty had the bigger bigger base back then. So, mm, mm. so uh, I mean, you know, these numbers. I suppose if, if or when uh, Destiny Three comes out, uh, you know, we might already be in the next uh, generation of hardware. So again, seeing who comes out first, who has the bigger market share, it may just sort of you know sway those numbers a little bit more. And it, it might just be that there are a lot more PlayStation Fours out there. Uh, and those are the people that have, have picked up Destiny 2, which is why it's, uh, you know, a, a bigger number, I suppose. But don't forget, it's coming to PC, and that it's not out on PC yet. I'm really, really interested to see the PC numbers. Mm, mm. You know, I wonder how many people have, have held off. I suppose if you don't have one of the consoles, you're, you're going to hold off, but... I, I think with PC it might be similar to sort of your experience that you play with your friends so you're going to get it where your friends get it uh, and exactly, if you're sort of yeah. a big PC player with a community around you then yeah you're probably going to wait for it I want to see this game running on a PC because uh, apparently it's buttery smooth mm. and it's, it's I mean it's a, it's a good looking game now on consoles but it's going to be gorgeous on the on the PC. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it would look you know, beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice looking and they put a lot of effort in. Mm. Oh, it's so good. I just want to I just want to play it to be honest. Well, and I can't this afternoon cuz can go offline <laughs> for 4 hours. <laughs> I wonder whether it looking good has some impact on an issue that Destiny 2 has had on the PlayStation 4. Pro. So we've had good Destiny 2 news, we've now got bad Destiny 2 news. Uh, essentially, Destiny 2 um, was having multiple crashes on PlayStation 4. Um, you know, a week ago when it released, um, PlayStation and Bungie were looking to resolve issues. Um, I, I'm not sure whether it was on PlayStation 4 or whether they were issues essentially just with the Pro. It seemed to be mainly the pro. Mm, mm. That's why people are, are, are 
yeah, it, it seems to be PlayStation Pro users that were having crashes, whereas um, I saw a lot of people on PS normal PS4 saying that they've not seen any. So yeah, yeah, it, it definitely seemed to be a PS Pro problem, which mm. is a hard sentence mm. to say. It is. Yeah, so I guess that's one exclusive content they got because I've not had it crash. <laughs> Game crashes exclusive to PlayStation Four to Pro. PS4 Pro. No, it's never nice when you're, you know, mid-mission and your game crashes, especially on a persistent on-world shooter where where you're going to have to start from scratch. Like you're not going to jump back in and be where you were. So, so crashes is always sad, um, but it's quite a few. Mm, I mean, quite a few issues. Yeah, the article um, from PlayStation Lifestyle lists a few other known issues. Um, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then a few, 8, 9, 10, 11. So about, about 11 issues are listed. Now, if, that are the only, if they're the only issues for a big online multiplayer game to release with, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, I've had zero... Mm. I've had zero connection issues, I've had zero crashes, I've had... No problem logging in. I've never been told that the servers are full or anything like that, except for when the servers were offline. But we yep. can forgive them for that. So yep. they have absolutely nailed the release, at least on most consoles <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's who's had difficulties. So yeah, it'd be interesting to yeah. see. You know, not just the numbers on PC, but how well it performs from the off as well. How they nail that that launch on PC. Yeah, I think I mean they've, they've Bungie's had practice before mm. with uh, releasing massive online games, so it's it's you know not surprising that they've done they've done well. But these big these big, any open world game that can release as smoothly as it is is a, is an achievement. It may have some crashes and it may have the odd issue, but I still think overall they've done a fantastic job. It's a shame that people are experiencing any, but it's pretty smooth launch. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't think it was down or they were crashing for a huge amount of time either. I would imagine that most people are probably. I think it was just crashed desktop, now. then you reloaded. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, um, I remember when Division came out, that had that had some issues in the beginning. Yeah, it did. Yeah, on day one, very similar sort of concept game. Um, that that had problems for at least the first week. I had connection issues. There was that whole thing about having to get into line to activate certain things. Yes, because that's it, right. Only one person could do it at a time. Yeah. Things like that. So, you know, overall, I, I just think they've done a fantastic job. Nice, nice. Um, it's, it's 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 on the verge of being my game of the year. Ooh, I know. But then I've I've missed a lot of the major games this year. So. <laughs> You know, I'm yet to play Horizon. I've not played Zelda, so it's probably just because I've not played as many games as I'd like. Sure, sure. It's not like you've got the time to go back and play them all now, either. You're... I will. I will get it done before Christmas. Oh, shit. Definitely, I'm definitely picking up Horizon. As mm. soon as this wedding's out of the way, I'm getting back. I'm getting on Horizon. Well, hopefully once the, um, the DLC has released and I have played that if I've got a PlayStation 4 by then uh, I'll post it to you Adol's currently got my copy of Horizon uh, so I'll get it back from him play the well I'm, I'm thinking there will probably be 
because what usually happens with DLCs, the game gets a bit of a discount just beforehand, yeah. so I might just pick it up digitally. That's a good idea. Nice, nice. I do like digital games now. Yeah, I mean, there's always a sale on. Always a sale. So. Oh, yes, there's a sale on now, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah there was one uh, actually today. I think it finishes today, uh, the, the, current, um, yeah. the current sale that's on. But then again, there was a completely different sale last week. I, did, I didn't look because I've got yeah. no money. Well, you yeah. could pick up digital games unless PlayStation Network goes down, which happened on the day that Destiny 2 released. So it wasn't just PlayStation 4 Pro players that were having issues. It was all of the PlayStation Network uh, that, were, that were having problems. Whether that was anything to do with you know increased traffic because of Destiny 2, whether it was something completely unrelated, I have no idea. The news article that we've uh, that we've picked up that was reporting on this doesn't say that, but it does say that the problems only appear to be in Europe and Japan. Uh, and I know another article which um, we haven't picked up um, to talk about says that uh, Destiny 2 was the biggest seller in Japan last week as well. Uh, so is it to do with numbers? Is it just you know a massive amount of people trying to access the service? Or is it just that PlayStation Network is just a little bit shit? <laughs> I think it's a bit of both that. <laughs> um, I can't see no because I don't think anyone bought PlayStation 4s just for Destiny. So I can't imagine it being like an increased users problem. Mm, mm. So I, I I really doubt it was that. It, yeah, I think it was PlayStation being a bit shit. Yeah, well, it doesn't go down a huge amount. Normally, when it goes down, it goes down big. Yeah, it's not like it used to be. No. No. Well, before it used to be, it, it never used to be PlayStation Networks down. It used to be PlayStation Networks down again. Like, mm. that's how people would word it. Mm. Um, it doesn't... How long was it off for? I don't think it was... I don't think it was very long. A day? Maybe. Oh, really? I didn't realize it was Two days, long. maybe. I don't think it was, was a thinking, big amount of time. Oh, really? Mm. Damn. Oh. oh it, I didn't know that. I thought it was a few hours. I didn't know it was... It might might have no. been it might have been hours. I don't think it was long. You know, we're used to uh, to having it down for a week, or having it down for two days. It coming back for a day and then going down again for another couple of days. So anything that's sort of less than two days is kind of a win, I suppose. <laughs> that that's really bad. <laughs> what are we paying that's for really with bad. our increased subscription fees? Eh? What are you lot paying for? With your increased subscription. Well, clearly for them to go on holiday for a day. <laughs> That's it. You've just just. Paid uh, for again, it. it's never, it's never nice when when things go offline. But this is this is the age we live in. Things go offline now. Completely. That's just the way yeah. it is. You know, things crash. Nothing's just everything's so much more technical and and bigger and more intricate. So it's just what we have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I hate it when people say, "Well, my 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 Nintendo never used to crash. My my NES never used to. My NES never. My N sixty four never used to crash." Mm. Nah, but you're also playing games that are not quite as you know big and bombastic. I'm not saying they're rubbish, but you're not playing Destiny two on an N sixty four, are you? No, and often you're playing Goldeneye. You know, with those, you don't have those network features. You don't have systems constantly exactly. trying to update themselves. You're playing on your own because. You know, it's not online, so mm. it's a silly, it's a silly statement. Yeah, and yet you hear it quite often. 
Um, let's move on to some some good news, I suppose. And this is coming from PlayStation Blog. They have said that Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice was the best-selling game on the PlayStation Store uh, in August, which I can believe because it's absolutely fantastic. It beat Uncharted Lost Legacy, which isn't surprising because Lost Legacy released right at the end of August and Hellblade came out first week, second week maybe. Yeah, it had a couple of it had a couple of weeks on yeah, it. Yeah, it's had a lot more time to get into people's hands. Uh, but I mean, you're still seeing on, on PlayStation, um, you know, in the PlayStation store, you're still seeing games like uh, Crash, Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Horizon Zero Dawn up there. Um, Rainbow Six Siege uh, came back in. Why did that go back? Why did that go back in? Was it on sale, perhaps? I mean, Wolfenstein's oh, in at number six. That's that's almost always on sale. Yeah, but that we had we had Wolfenstein news. So I'm not. So, whenever it's something's in the news, it, true. People are gonna go. Oh yeah, I'll pick that up. Yeah, uh, that was also on sale, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of you games in here that were on sale. Mortal Kombat. Uh, or Mortal Kombat 10, uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, uh, Black Ops 3, Star Wars Battlefront, um, The Witcher 3, which very rarely goes on sale on uh, on PlayStation, um, that come back in at number 18. It's quite a it's quite an interesting list uh, of you know digital obviously only games um, from the PlayStation Store, but I'm I'm glad to see that Hellblade is is up at the top, uh, you know. Obviously, it was digital only. That's the only way you could purchase the game. Uh, but it, it's it's good to see, good to see a new IP, uh, you know, Absolutely, coming in so high. Yeah, yeah. I, I am I am going to get round to Hellblade. I think I know. I, initially, I was sort of scared at the idea of of permadeath in my game life. You know, well, mm. I was about to say in my game time restricted life but clearly Destiny 2 proven that I don't have a game time restricted <laughs> life as much as I thought I did um, but then I have neglected my family the flat looks like shit and uh, I barely worked so you know <laughs> but oh, yeah uh, you know you, you can take some oh, time off for a game I've, I've done it before you know well the next three weeks I'm barely going to be able to play it so I, I needed to get it in before everyone left me in the dust uh, but we need to stop talking about Destiny, otherwise I'll never get off the subject. Um, That's fine, man. No, I'm glad Hellblade's done well. Yeah. I'm glad that Ninja Fury's, you know, another another hit. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm great to see what they follow it up with. Mm, definitely, definitely. More than likely, a Heavenly Sword HD remaster. <laughs> you know, retelling, we still redoing. Still pushing these remasters three years. Three, four years into the console life, yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah. well, it will come out as a, a PlayStation Plus game in a couple of months' time, and then it will be on PlayStation Now next year, more than likely. We're going to finish on ugly news, horrendously ugly, ugly news. Um, there is a limited edition Call of Duty World War Two PlayStation Four bundle. Oh, it just fucking looks horrible. It's um. It's... Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna make the the joke that it's invisible. <laughs> because it's Where is it? No one can see it. Um, it's sort of. Oh, I wish no one could see that. Green. The the control pad is kind of like a single tone of of green. 
Ah, that's just not very nice. I am never a fan of camouflage stuff. Like, it's, it's a practical... It's a practical pattern yeah. for the combat. It is not a, 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 an attractive design or a fashion item. Like I, when you see people, I mean, I know I walk around in a sniper elite t-shirt that doesn't have uh, camouflage on it, so it doesn't count. It's just that green color. But no, I think we see we see camouflage on all sorts of things. I've had camouflage controllers in the past, and, and never once have I looked at one and thought that's a pretty controller. Or, and that sure as shit is not a pretty fucking PS4. Mm, mm. It's not, unfortunately. I, I, it's hideous. Uh, it is absolutely hideous. I mean... Uh, is it going to get the blue light up the middle as well or not? No. It doesn't have... It doesn't. It doesn't. It's... Um, yeah. Still, though. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, because it's a slimmer Ugh. version, isn't it? It's the new, uh, it is it's the slim, new model. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I'm actually having difficulty seeing the top of the PlayStation because it's so damn ugly. Like, there's a bigger picture as you scroll down. Yeah, look at it no, on that's... the on the giant box, the Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah, giant that's box. even flipping worse. I mean, it, it makes sense that it's a, a one terabyte console. Um, you know, I, I think PlayStation essentially should do away with the 500 gig skew. I think they should all do away with 500 mm, gig. Mm. When when your games are about sixty gig a game, yeah, uh, or more, as a lot of them tend to be, five hundred gig doesn't cut it for long enough. It doesn't, especially when you buy a game on a disc and you're still downloading forty, forty five oh, yeah, exactly. gigs of data. You're still installing that game onto the, you know, the thing anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. It's uh, you know, yeah. one terabyte is a smart move, but I mean, whoever's designing this, it just. Oh no, no! Have you noticed, as part of the camouflage, the little silhouetted PlayStation control pads on the console in in sort of camo no. colours? Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, it just got worse. How did it get worse? No, let's let's fuck this. Let's let's. Let's not talk about this. No anymore. way. That's not deliberate, surely. It's got to be deliberate. That is deliberate. It's got to be. That's, 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 yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> I'm now playing Find the PlayStation controller because there's quite a few at first. I only saw one or two, but now there's, there's about 12. It's all, it's all over it. I'm surprised the, the, the control pad doesn't have mini silhouetted control pads all over it as well. Um, uh, Let's let's. That was going to be our last piece of news, but actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something else in um, because I've just oh. seen it from PlayStation Blog. It was only reported um, on Friday, I believe, uh, that Ghost Recon Wildlands is getting a PvP open beta um, coming in a few days' time on the 21st of September. Uh, and I thought I'd talk about this because I know that you really enjoyed Ghost Recon Wildlands. Loved it. Loved it. I know that again that had its problems, but I'm a sucker for those type of games. Clearly, um, mm, mm. is it something that yeah, might I'm, pull I'm you away from Destiny? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I mean, it's got that similar sort of appeal of jumping into a team of four to complete missions. Um, I'm interested in seeing how the PvP is implemented. Definitely. Mm. Uh, if it's just a, if it's just your average team shooter. You know, deathmatch. Mm, I hope it's something a bit smarter than that. 
because uh, I have visions of it being creeping through jungles looking for the other person and and so on. But yeah. Yeah. No, I could definitely. I'm definitely going to give it a give it a go. Nice, nice. I'm glad they're still supporting. Mm. Supporting the game. What's interesting with, with cool is that this is a standalone open beta. You don't need uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands to play it. Um, on the PlayStation 4, it's going to feature two maps and have six available character classes. Uh, that's out of a total of 12. That's the part that I'm not a fan of, yeah. is the classes, because it means that you're not taking your character and equipment mm-hmm. and that in. Hey, everything's got to be a hero shooter now. Yeah. RPG yeah. was thrown into mm. every game, you know, for the last few years. Hero Shooter is now going to be thrown into every game that ever comes out. I mean, is I mean, I'm being a bit hypocritical here, criticizing the class system when I'm playing Destiny, which is a class system. But <laughs> the idea, the idea of Wildlands that I found the most appealing was was the RPG element is is building your character and strengths, mm-hmm. and when you're working in a team and you've got a sniper and you've got a heavy machine gunner and so on and they're classes that you've you've kind of built yourself like you don't need to have the label slapped on when you when you load it in because you, you you're sort of filling those roles yourself yeah anyway and i would rather pvp be an extension of that where you're taking your already built already leveled up and nurtured character into 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 fight other people mm, mm. but I think that was something that because um, I, I I didn't play uh, Wildlands, but I did play the beta uh, when that re- you know when that came out sort of a few uh, a few weeks maybe before the actual full release, uh, and I thought it was an interesting concept. Um, I really liked the division, so I thought it was a nice extension of that. But I, I kind of wanted this from the off almost that this this PvP wasn't there straight away. Um, so I, mean, I think that's one of the main reasons why I didn't pick the game up, essentially. So it's nice to see it's it would it, this it's in the works, but for me it's kind would of a bit too late. Sort of convert you? Oh, it's too late. No, I think it's too late. I think I think the the Wildlands ship has has gone. I don't know. I I mean I'm I was still dropping back into Wildlands to play a few matches every now and then mm. up until like two weeks ago. So. Okay. I've not. Uh, it's not. It's not sailed for me. Like I'm definitely gonna still go back to it every now and then because it's, it's it's fun to just get a few people together and play something that's it's it can be as taxing or as mindless as you want. Sure. You can be as you can go in guns blazing or you can you can take it a bit more seriously. It's it's it is the it is a great sandbox game. It has its issues again. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I, I get where people are coming from. It, it was a solid eight, not a ten. Sure. Um. I I would. I think I gave it a seven point eight. I think, but yeah, I can't remember exactly what score I gave it. But I loved it, mm. and I like these kind. Of, you you brought up the division. I'm a fan of these yeah. sort of new genre that's emerged over the last few years because for me, I don't get to hang out with my mates that often. So mm-hmm. hanging out with them in an open world is a blast. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why I like Destiny so much. Because yeah. I mean, the other day we were all just sat around chatting. None of us were doing anything. We were just stood there, just stood there having a chat. Like, just sat in the farm. I was waiting for someone to go and get. A, yeah, someone's going to get a cup of tea. So we was all just stood around talking rubbish and showing each other our armor and things like that. It's, <laughs> I love that sort of thing. Nice. It's interesting you brought up the division for whilst talking about their PvP because I loved the PvP area of division where the uh, what was it the dark, the dark zone. Dark zone. Yeah. 
that was such a an interesting and and ultimately disappointing but the idea behind it and that was, was was fascinating and i would love to see that in in wildlands perhaps have a region where there was different instances where other ghosts would sort of synchronize with you and that would be pretty yeah fun, almost you, you drop in as a team and it's you yeah know, it, it's it's the four of you versus loads of other teams all across this region all trying to get to it wouldn't have to be loads. Like one goal or something. if if Exactly. Or, or, or there's multiple goals, and you've all got to achieve them without being shot by the other person. That'd be that'd be great. That's the sort of PvP I'd want. Mm. I'm just worried that this is going to be dropped into a world, shoot the others, respawn, shoot the others, respawn. That you know, I want it to be a bit more smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what the division did is something to to build upon. But I don't think we'll see anything like that until the inevitable Division Two, uh, which which will be day one for me. Yeah, I fucking love is, that game. Yeah, though. which is fine. Um, when when people say who who are they making these games for? It's me. Yeah, They're making the it. games for me. Just true. <laughs> nice. So when uh, which surprises me because three years ago I would I wouldn't have admitted to to being that that sort of game player because I used to prefer my my sort of Skyrim's and mm. single player experiences, but. My my tastes are changing. These 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 open world service shooters, as as I think they've been called, aren't they? Yeah. Games as services, they they there's the word that they're sort of flinging around, are really doing it for me at the minute. Nice, nice. That's cool. Hopefully, we'll get some Division Two news at some point in the near future. Probably not a TGS though. Oh, it's coming. It's, yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it's. We're gonna hear. We might get possibly get a sort of teaser at at e3 mm. next year mm. maybe maybe not even that but they're definitely they're definitely working on the sequel absolutely it was it was a hit i don't know one's playing it now but when it came out it was a hit it was it was and it released some very good updates uh, like the survival mode and you know i i jumped into it um i say not that long ago a few months ago now uh, but I've jumped into it this year and played a little bit more and the changes that were made, especially in the, the, the PvP uh, combat in the Dark Zone and things, uh, were really good and that's a fantastic experience, even if you're by yourself when you go into the Dark Zone. It, it is better with friends, you know, as a lot of these experiences are, but even going into the PvP area sort of and trying to lone wolf it through is very tense. It's, uh, it, it, it's great. It really, it's a thrill. It's a real thrill. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, and I really please look okay, around. No, no, no! I was going to finish. Yeah, no, that's fine. I was just—I was—it's—it's really something I hope that future games sort of build on and include because it's such a great concept that we don't see that often. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so, if you want to watch uh, TGS and you're listening to us, you'll have missed it because. You probably won't have heard us before the 8 a.m. Uh, UK time. Um, I believe it's 4 p.m. Uh, Japanese time that uh, that Sony are holding the conference. They are calling it a conference. Okay, Sony are holding the conference tomorrow on September the 19th. Uh, hopefully, if I get my finger out, we'll have released it uh, at 6 a.m. So just before. But will you be up to listen to us before the conference gets started? Maybe. Maybe. But it may have happened. It may not have happened yet. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to get together next week to be able to talk some of the news 
that's come out from TGS. Definitely, yeah. I think we should, we should aim for the, for a Monday, and then I'm away for two weeks after that, so it would work out much better. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. That's so, a, some good planning that yeah. maybe we should have thought about. But now we have done, so there we go. I meant to mention it. I meant to mention it to you beforehand, but we started pretty quickly. So. <laughs> it's true, we did. Um, if you'd like to talk to us about whether you're watching the TGS press conference or any of the games that we've talked about, uh, you can do so in a few different ways. You can go on Twitter, out of the X Fire, or out of Lives Pod, or at Nova underscore forty seven, or at the Meaty Fishman. Nice. Uh, you can, of course, go to outoflives.net where the podcast is hosted, where lots of other podcasts are hosted, lots of other articles. Um, EGX is coming up very soon. You're there, Dave. I am. We've got a few other people going as well. Uh, so hopefully we'll have uh, a little bit more going up on the site over the next uh, couple of weeks from everybody's experiences at EGX. And of course, if we can talk TGS, we'll probably talk EGX as well. It's all the three-letter fucking conferences. That's all we ever do, talk three-letter conferences. They are a fan of that three-letter that three-letter moniker for, for these big things. TGS, EGX, CEX. That's the shop. What's that? <laughs> no, CEX is a... E3 kind of counts. CEX is an expo, isn't it? EEE. At the start of each year, they got the CEX. Uh, they do have They do have one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, e- yeah E3 kind of E3, counts. E3, which it's is three letters. Because it's EEE. Yep. Yep. But it's a lot easier to say E3. Uh, what's, what else is Game, there? Gamescom Game doesn't... Like it uh, PGS? PGW? PGW, yeah. Maybe. I might have made that one up. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have loads of uh, loads of content going up. Loads. Two or three things, perhaps. Uh, uh, but for another week. <laughs> remember, stay out of the crossfire. Or the X-Fire. Yeah, or that one. <laughs>